15, he's done a, started a podcast because, of course, what celebrity doesn't have their own podcast. Gotta have podcasts. If they didn't before COVID, they definitely do post-COVID. Um, yeah. He was in Ralph Breaks the Internet. Oh. Had a voice, and he's in some movie called Zeroville, which was directed by James Franco. Talk about a zero. Oh, I'm kidding. 30 seconds. Oh. He was in the, he voiced a, a character in uh, Mandalorian. I saw that. Wow. Uh, 20 seconds. Oh, okay. It was like the first character in the first episode that he, the bounty. Okay. Hmm. Welcome back to What the Flux, the post 332. I'm Jason Lazy. That's Lucas Rose. Hi. Hey, hey there, Homestar. Oh, no. Hey, we're still in, we're still I in pre-show. I should Don't fix worry that. I did. You should fix that. Now. You Which is why it. I screamed. Oh, look, oh, no. you got resized windows. I did. How about that? <laughs> I like how the bass, like the, the stream can't handle the amount of bass from the theme song. It's all like... Becomes dubstep all of a sudden. Too much bass, apparently. man. Too much bass. Welcome to Tuesday. I hope you guys are doing well. Why hasn't Couchbot announced our stream yet? That. Oh, did I not? No, it was announcing streams before, wasn't it? I don't freaking no. know. It's not announcing our streams. Well, I have to fix that later. Uh, yeah, I noticed that last night when I was doing something else. Flex to pose. I'm gonna try. It. Do I know the? Do I know the code? Nope, I don't know the command. Um, well, this is just uh, <laughs> this is typical flex to pose nonsense. Wait, uh, Lucas, go. we made it, yeah. man. Here we are. How are we doing? We're here. Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I suppose. I'm I'm having a tasty beverage. It's been a while, but I thought been a while, but I thought you know what? Let's do it. Let's do Hell it. Hell yeah! It has been a while because usually I'm the one doing it. It's true. I'm trying out a new light. By the way, my wife needed to buy my wife needed to buy one for um, online learning. Well, online teaching, I guess. Ooh. And it's bigger and better in every single way. And I think we might have to order some of these. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I'm just getting it out there right now. Is it oh, the... hi. Boom. I love it. Uh, I got to stop looking bumps. at commands because it's going gonna, it's gonna to anger me that I can't. What uh, are you doing? I can't find it. I'll Welcome fix it to Flex Suppose. This is... <laughs> I'll do your Fucking job. And you, can, and you can be the one hacking behind the scenes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to complain to Matt the Dev. Help me out, Matt the Dev. Come on. Come on. All right. When, when you're talking and I want to ignore you and zone out, I'll, I'll mess up. Wow. I listen to every word you say. So. 
because I'm a dick. Uh, yeah, here let's get let's do the things I'm supposed to do because that's how we do it on the show. Welcome to Flexpose. We stream every Tuesday ish, eight thirty ish, PM Eastern time. Flexpose. Twitch.tv slash Flexipose. Flexipose time. Join our Discord. Uh, Discord. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think the people there are pretty cool, and they think we're pretty cool. Flexipose.com slash Discord gets you in by into the server, and it's hopping. Patreon. You know, it's a thing. We call them the Legion. You can figure it out. I'll, I'll, I'll let you guess the URL. I bet you got it. You're smart people. You can do it. There you go. There you have it. Wow. Housekeeping. Flex Radio. The struggle. Man. I, I've been so <sighs> unmotivated, man, to like, it's been so oh, hard no. to focus and to do things and, um, gotta get the scripting done. <laughs> gotta get the scripting done. So oh, I get yeah, it yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, It's so, true. So as usual, we, we fail. We suck. Guys, we're sorry. See, girls, what you're supposed to do is not mention it and then nobody knows that we're failing. Nobody knows. They're just like, yeah, oh, but I constantly, I constantly feel bad in my head that it's not out there for them. We take responsibility for the fact that we suck sometimes. Remember when we used to do that monthly? My God. What were we thinking? How? We used to do a lot of things monthly. Netflixation. I mean, uh, yeah. Menstruate. Manstrate. Play video games. <laughs> yeah, that too. Check this out. Watch this. Check this out. Okay. Yeah. Watch my light. It's kind of white. It. Now watch. Racist. I moved my glasses a little bit, and like the, I kid you not, the tone, the light was shifting colors. I don't know why. To say it's not doing it now. It's oh, there it goes. Whoa! See it? It, yeah, it kind of turned it? grayish a little bit or something. Maybe. What is going on? Like oh, oh yeah yeah yeah, and, yeah yeah yeah. Boop! Wow, barely. I can just bear. It might not even be coming across on the stream, but I definitely saw boop. it. I think it's it's the whole right light oh, settings in uh the right in, light uh, yeah. I'm so amused by stupid technology. Here we are. Look at this. Fantastic podcast content. You're welcome, guys. You're all welcome. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put the nose to the grindstone at some point and we'll do it. But and it'll be just as painful. <sighs> like ripping off yeah. a band-aid, but doing it really slow. And I've put no further thought into anchor. I don't know what we're doing there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know. No rush, man. Flex, suppose. Our rules are made up and things don't matter. Oh, my God. I just spilled my water all over. <laughs> my... Oh, no. <sighs> keyboard. Not my keyboard. My this mouse is pad. how it ends, uh, folks. This is how it ends. Um, Lucas vamp for a second while I get Okay. Top. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, now you know why we don't get anything done around here, I guess. Um yeah, I don't know about the anchor thing. That's all on Jason. So if he wants to do it, just do it, man. That's what I say. Just just fucking do it. Shit or get off the pot, yo. Here he comes. He thinks one one paper towel is going to do it. That's a three paper towel job at least. Jesus. Oh, and now he oh just my- <laughs> he just closed himself out of the conversation. He's gone. He's gone, folks, and I'm taking up both windows. <laughs> God, then I accidentally hit the back button <laughs> yeah, on my did. mouse, yeah, which did. kicks me if out you're of not, the stream. Folks, if you're not watching the video portion of tonight's show, then I don't know what the hell you're doing, and it's not oh, worth it, because this is... Uh, Jason's so having sorry. a time. I'm sorry, everyone. This is like <laughs> this is like my last week. This is like last week in podcast form. Damn. I don't remember when I just was going through the shit, so yeah. Um, why don't we just go into a little IRL? 
Do it, we'll baby. About our lives so you can feel better about your own. Oh. Oh no. I mean, waited this time. You did. I mean, I was thrown off my game slightly by the fact that you. You're like, having a oh no, I'm dumping. Luckily, most of it just went on this blanket that I had, but now it smells like delightful blackberries in here. At first, and then it'll slowly mold and rot. If if only more poured into my mouse, and then I could be like, oh, my mouse broke. Got to get a new one. Better buy a new one, but get one of them wireless ones. Oh, keyboard doesn't match. Better buy one of those two. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Now, clearly, if I had that giant desk width mouse pad, this wouldn't be a problem. It would all have It'd be up off the everything yeah. I needed, right? Oh, For goodness. sure, dude. I'm right there with you. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, Lucas, go ahead and regale us. Okay, yeah, the, sure. How many times have you gone into the dentist in the past week? Holy shit. Okay, so last week, starting on Monday, so I must have talked about it on Tuesday, I went and got – I had dry socket. I got it uh, filled with some – uh, gauze and, and crap. Well, I was supposed to go back on Wednesday, so I go back on Wednesday, and they're basically like, hey, do you want to come back every single day? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So I did that, and eventually on Friday I said, you know what, this isn't worth it. Like, they gave me some of the clove paste, basically, in a little um, thingy that I can just inject into the site. Well, not inject, but distribute on top of the the affected area and i said i don't put any more in because i found out i took it out before i went to the dentist on friday because i was brushing my teeth as everyone does before they or should do before they go to the dentist and uh it kind of caught the the little gauze thingy so i'm like okay i'm pulling this out because it was kind of lifted up anyway i kept feeling it with my tongue it was annoying so i took it out myself and when I go to the dentist, that was kind of how I decided. It was about 30 minutes, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm fairly okay. It's not excruciating pain. It's not worth it for them to put another one of these in, inside of me. So I told them I didn't want one. I was like, you know what? It's it's fine. I'll just use the – I'll do what I'm doing, and we won't pack it. Because they apparently would – you say, Would you say you're on a sinking ship full of despair? I was at that point. I was. It just wasn't worth it. So I said, uh, I said I don't want another one because they they told me that there is an X-ray strip inside of each of the gauze pads, and they have to make sure that they got every piece out. Um, Wait, why is there an X-ray strip in the gauze pads? I have no clue. I guess this to makes make no sure sense that it, to me. I guess to make sure are there's we, are none. We, are, we, are we cutting back on on materials? We got to recycle. Other ways to fill your gauze pad. <laughs> X-ray. It's just, uh, yeah, it's uh, recycled metal that is in there. And no, I have. I guess so they can make sure they got the whole thing out. But I'm just like, then I really don't want another one in because if I can't just take it out myself, I'm tired of coming back in every single day for five minutes. So you can do this. So I haven't gone back, and it does still hurt every once in a while. But I'm still oh, taking ibuprofen and. I'm still Dude, putting I feel, that clove paste in there. I'm doing great. I don't think the swelling's all gone. Nice. No pain. Well, you know, I I, I wish I could Sorry. be you right now. <laughs> My life's so much better than yours. I don't know what's I don't know what's wrong with you. I feel great. Um, <laughs> Ooh yeah, I feel great. Uh, so Did yeah. Green commercial. And no, no commercial. Girl. What is that? The only commercials I see is vote for so and so. 
God, can you can we just talk about how much of a blessing that's going to be when that's all done with? When it's over, it's going to yeah. be a real. I got my, shit I got my new absentee palette today because I screwed up our last one. Yeah. That was a process. <laughs> yeah, you told me that. My wife told me, and like she's like, the people at the clerk's office are not nice. That's why people don't like doing this because the people are not nice. And I was like, oh no, yes, they're just like the people that are just like irritated with every facet of their job and the fact that they have to deal with you. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's true. It's like, why are you? Isn't it a volunteer position? Uh, I don't think so. County clerk. I don't think so. I think that's oh, paid. county clerk. Sorry, I thought it was the other people who think like do think the... they just think of uh, you know they're probably like a bunch of people like in Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I imagine Take the DMV, job. but they're all somehow a bunch of Ron Swanson's. Uh, I hate government. <laughs> you shouldn't even be allowed to to vote from home you can't make yeah. it to the ballot then to the voting location then you probably shouldn't be voting um so what's what's the prognosis prognosis negative i think that was a sign for the movie what's like when we what's the timetable here for your i have no scene? clue i have no clue it's still a hole right now it's slowly getting better as far as i can tell but i really i have no clue how long this is going to take so I'm just keep doing what I'm doing. Like, it's not so painful that it's waking me up at night or anything. It's just mildly annoying here and there. I guess I just have to wait until it somehow closes up. I'm sure at some point it will stop hurting and then I'll just kind of forget about it. And it'll sure. finally be normal like the other side after I got my wisdom teeth out. But I don't know. I have no clue how long. I don't remember it taking this long before. So I, I don't know what the hell the deal is. But I'm over it. I'll tell you that much right now. And I'll tell you this much. I don't have to go to the dentist either. So Hey, I mean. Screw that. Well, I mean, I should say the the surgical, the oral surgeon people. So, But more importantly, who cares about that? Uh, so. Right, 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 right. I don't. <laughs> clearly. Tell us about the good stuff. Thanks. You got a thing. You I did get a, a thing. thing. So what happened was. You sold the thing to help pay for the thing. Exactly. Well, there you go. That's all you need to know. Boom. <laughs> That's succinct. Um, Check. So what happened is, I mean, you may remember me talking about uh, Star Wars Squadrons. New host, the Winter Gamer. Thank you. Uh, so you may think, you may remember me talking about uh, Star Wars Squadrons, talking a little bit about the VR and saying that it was kind of blurry. And it made me want to get a new headset because I knew, and I do know, the technology has improved. You know, this headset's four years old, which is ancient in technology years. Um, they've made great strides in the technology. Uh, resolution bumps, the actual uh, m- the uh, screen itself. Sure. Pixels closer it- together. If chosen, I mean, just the the freedom of wiring has to be yes a huge yes. boost compared to the old one because before you had to invite people into your your cave, your secret space to try <laughs> the headset you in know, my heart that. and in my house. Yes, well, so if you haven't guessed already, uh, I bought an Oculus Quest Two, which actually just released not that long ago, like this month. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, that was the big draw was, uh, wireless, obviously, uh, it's its own ecosystem, unfortunately. So you, you can play games off from the headset itself. Um, 
Yes, you do have to have a Facebook account, but I don't care. I have a Facebook account and I don't yeah. use it. So it really doesn't Same. matter to me. Um, yeah. I know that matters to some people, so I'm not trying to like poo-poo it. There's uh, there's other options than the quest. Yeah. That's for like sure. I've heard of stories of people that have like previously deleted their accounts or deactivated them and now that they can't get a quest their quest account set up because their old account exists, so they can't make the new account. But like, I would be much like you. I would be in the same position where I already have an account. I, I don't really use it, but it's still there. So it's not like this huge. It wouldn't be a big deal for me to have to, right. you know. I don't. I do I, think it's. I do think. Let's face it, though, man. What? What a disappointment for at least Oculus. The Facebook acquisition. I mean, I think that's where everything went downhill kind of wonky yeah with well, oculus i mean let's face it i mean they got this huge influx of money and security but i mean i feel like the true innovation and everything was and i'm not trying to like be like pro palmer lucky you know i'm not gonna be yeah. like oh he was you know but i mean i, I everything really changed once facebook acquired yeah oculus. And, I feel, and i feel like if you're gonna want if you want like that I don't, I don't want to jump your shark here, but I feel like you're going to have to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You want like that premier, like if you're going to want that premier headset experience now, I think you're going to have to shell out like $1,200 and go to whatever. The HD, or, yeah, the index. Yeah, and that that's the thing is like imagine, nobody would blink an eye if they were like, you need to have a Steam account to use this headset. Yeah. Because you pretty much anybody gaming already has a a, right. a headset or I mean a Steam account, but the difference is that Facebook, the integration isn't really there yet, so it seems weird to need a a yeah. Facebook account to use a virtual reality device. Sure, but yeah, it's just a weird thing. Like it'd be better, like it make more sense if you're using your Google account or some other gatekeeper that familiar with. You got to sign in with with Gleam. <laughs> io to make something less link. personal to use this vr headset you need to share it with five friends oh god follow no. this account on twitter can we just say though i mean what i guess the plus though is this is a very attractive price point we're talking about 299 to get this is like entry-level vr for people now yes uh, it's great, that's it's a great thing it's basically psvr but now you don't need a playstation and all that other stuff so it yeah it's standalone you can pick it up you can play it as soon as you get it uh, you have the stream link now here. Okay. So here's the thing. Let's get into the pros really quick and then we'll get into stream link. So the pros are obviously wireless works great. Uh, it really is freeing. They've also uh, made it so you don't need any more sensors. Huge okay. bonus because that even alone, if I still needed sensors, still a problem. If I'm wireless, but I still need to set things up in my house to be able to track where I'm at. It's not truly wireless at that point. You're just like, you need an area at that point. Yeah. Um, Being, it's called inside out. So it has cameras on the device to look at your surroundings and it works pretty well. They have a mode where you can actually look around you and be able to see what's going on around you. Uh, It almost looks like night vision. I feel like predator while I'm, (laughs) while I'm wearing it Um, because that way you can sort of, I'm unfortunately, sure it doesn't. It does like snap vision sounds. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't make that noise. Unfortunately, um, but you know, you don't <laughs> want to have to keep taking it off and putting it back on to be able to set to, to start playing. So it has a lot of these features that just make it easier to get into, and that's sort of what really was the kind of big 
clincher for me was not just the resolution bump. That alone wouldn't really make me buy a new product. Yeah. But the fact that I don't have to be tethered to the computer anymore, uh, if I don't want to be, is a huge bonus. Now, is it the is it the best experience ever? Are you getting like all of the graphics? No. But the screens are clearer. There's a huge bump in fidelity just in the sense that the screen door effect is so minimal. Mm. Screen door, of course, being the space between the lighted up pixels. In the original Rift, you can see that the grid. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. there. Um, and when you once you once you realize it, then it's like very apparent. Yes, if you try to watch, for instance, a a movie in your headset, it is very distracting to see the screen door effect as you're trying to watch a kind of like a two D content thing. Is this like I don't know what it was like? I can't quite remember so much on the original because it's been what many many years since I did. Yeah. But when you're like, let's say you are scanning, you know, left, right, or up to down. How yeah. smooth is that motion? Like as far as like how it feels to your eyes, as far as yeah, with moving the screen. I mean, is there right? like screen? I don't know, like because I don't remember. Is there like screeny screen tearing that takes place, or is that kind of like a smooth? Not usually. If it does happen, it's because your computer is lagging behind. Like, there's never any lag. It's always one to one as long as everything's good. It's more like sometimes things don't. Like things will almost pop in or you'll see a little Mm. bit of black to the side of your uh, vision because things are kind of being drawn in or whatever. But it was pretty good. And that's still the case here. It's it's smooth. I mean, the thing is, is the Quest has its own ecosystem, which means games are separate there than they are for the Rift. Any of the computer related like computer only VR headsets have their own ecosystem so they don't cross over because those games on the quest have been optimized for the hardware, which is obviously okay. much lower. I mean, we're talking like higher, higher grade cell phone, probably uh, that's inside okay. of this thing basically. But yeah, fidelity boost, the wireless, everything being able to just take it upstairs. And I have used it upstairs. It's great. I can use it in much wide, much more wide open spaces like the living room. What's the, um, so is that like re rechargeable yes that's like a rechargeable battery then like what's your like life what's your battery life on on like free during usage if you use it um without really tinkering with anything depending on what application you're running but if you're probably if you're just like, like watching netflix or something on it i think it's about two hours if you're doing something a little bit more demanding it might be more like an hour and a half um but I haven't really okay. run into too much of an issue. It might even be up to three hours. I'm not 100% sure. But I ha- I mean, I haven't used it more than like two hours because that's a long time to be sitting in the rift uh, without yeah. charging it. So I would say probably around that that area. Um, but And then you plug it in with a USB-C cable to okay. uh, charge it. Then, so let's talk about the cons a little bit. Are you going to get one of those... Uh- the Apple haptic feedback devices that straps to your wrist. Have you seen this? Where you're like, it's a little device, like it's wrist and it looks, it comes off to the side. And in the application, they showed like a VR, you're like in your hand and you're grabbing an Apple, Thanks. plucking it down. And it's synced right to the screen when your virtual hand grabs the Apple, this thing snaps up into your hand. So you actually have Something a round object to, to grab. 
And then if you like drop it or throw it, it actually would release at the same time as you do to give you that real time haptic feedback. Like you're actually. Oh, wow. Uh, I haven't seen that one, but I have an object. You're grabbing it. I can't remember who was the, what studio or what lab was behind it, but. I have seen another one that uses uh, less technology. It's really just wires, spring-loaded wires. And uh, there's like a little battery in there that when you when it senses that you're touching things, it um, it pulls on the wires so that it, it's harder to move your fingers. And it gives you the sensation that you're huh. touching something hard because you can't like really extend your fingers out or, or something like that. I posted it I mean, somewhere. I mean, let's face it. I, f- I feel like it ultimate like VR immersion, you'd have to have something that is somehow almost matrix where we have to have infused with our somehow to, to actually trigger our nerves or like to, to like manipulate our senses somehow, even either through, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't see us ever getting to a point where you could like experience something like the Oasis and ready player one, or even like the, the VR, sensations that are described in, in, in snow crash where you're actually going to have some feedback associated right. with, with the visual stimuli. It's too know? mechanical right now. It needs to be more like, yeah. um, not electrical, but more, it's too machine dependent. It needs to be technology yeah. dependent, I guess. Um, I mean, maybe one day, maybe one day it'll, it'll come to that. Tell you what, let me, let me take an ice pick to your neck. And we'll just jack that'll give me some we'll see if we can achieve it. <laughs> that'll what give me think? some sensations. Uh, yeah, sure, no problem. Just right, we'll right take, there take in the back of the neck. Ca- we'll take some jumper cables to a, a bat car battery, and I'll just ice pick it into oh, your God, neck. Oh God, that sounds it. that sounds like a horror movie right now. Um, so okay, so that's all fine. The battery life and everything—that's kind of to be expected. I I already knew that, but I was so I was under the impression that when you use the quest, the link cable the stream link, which is in beta right now. Uh, and it hasn't really been updated for quest two. It hasn't really been optimized for that yet. Just the first quest, uh, which I don't know why you wouldn't have that optimized say, before. That seems backwards. Um, so it's you, it's the same USB C port that you would use to charge and you can hook it into the computer. So it's charging the headset while you're using it. And it allows you to play games off from your computer that would be VR. However, it what I didn't know before or right before I bought it was that it's actually sending you more of a stream like Steam Link or um, like the way that we're casting or streaming this uh, podcast right now. It's sending you a video feed to the headset. So there's compression there. Um, I know that in its current state, there's some lossy blocking of dark scenes, something like you would see in Netflix, where if you watch a really dark movie, you'll see all of those like kind of dark color blocks show up in those scenes. Um, So it's not like one-to-one, like you're not just seeing this screen being fully represented in the headset. It's being compressed. It's a video signal basically. However, uh, that said, they are working on it. And there are workarounds, but this is kind of like a push because while you can do it, it's kind of a lengthy process and it involves buying a virtual desktop on the headset, Mm. side loading, um, then doing some other stuff to get 
I think you have to use side quests to side load some stuff, enabling some things. And and I'll do it because in the end, it, it's a better experience because for some reason, wow. the wireless transmission of the stream that is being rendered to your headset is actually better than the hard cable wired version that they have right now. I'm sure it won't be that way forever, but... Um, that makes literally zero sense. Right? I know. How is <laughs> it wireless? It? I mean, now, you have to have a decent... Maybe because it's not optimized, but I mean, still, like... Yeah. It, I mean, I know for a fact it's not using the full cable uh, bandwidth that's there. It's like 150 megabyte cable, and it's using like 100 or something like that. So there is some room for compression to be optimized. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I know Donnie has done it, and... He said it was worth it, and I'm sure I'll end up doing it because here's the thing. At the end of the day, that Grandpa, that means I can play all of my PC games like Star Wars Squadron wirelessly while sitting at my desktop with all of the graphical um, upgrades that playing from a PC will give you. The only real problem will be how much compression will be there versus – but, I mean, at the end of the day, it's wireless. It's – easier to just throw this thing on and get into a game. Yeah. And there's plenty of experiences to do just natively in the quest as well. And it's lighter, more comfortable. Yeah. Than your OG. I don't know if it's lighter. Um, it might be, as far as I'm concerned, it's probably the same. Uh, really? Yeah, I guess because this is now self-contained. You probably got some extra weight from the battery and some of the, yeah. other, the it, since it's not just a display, this has some computing ability as well. There's right. some extra. What, but, um, and what what was the OG? Was it five ninety nine? Is that with the? Uh... Yeah, I mean before taxes and everything, it was pretty expensive. Yep, and that was without so touch controllers. Price. That was without touch controllers as well. Oh, I had to yeah. buy those separately. That was like eighty bucks, I think. So did you sell those with? Because um, you don't you don't have any reason to have multiple. Right. So yeah. the touch controllers that I had with the original, uh, which I really enjoyed, actually, they feel really good. Um, that all is not compatible with the gear at all, uh, the gear too. Oh, wow. So all of that stuff that I bought originally for the Rift, which is the consumer version one, is all being sold. And my wife actually set that up because I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to post this on Facebook and deal with a bunch yeah. of weirdos. But uh, my wife uh, I- talked to a teacher friend, and she wanted to buy it for her husband so for Christmas. So And I got asking I mean- price for it too because I was going to put it up there for – uh, yeah, 200 bucks, basically sell all of that. And then I'm basically out of pocket, like 75 bucks for this thing. So I don't feel too bad about that. Honestly, how does the, the quest Two stack up against the rift S? Um, if you watch videos, it seems like the screen might be a little bit, uh, like more screen door effect, but the colors seem to be a little bit better. Um, mm. So I think that one still uses... I'm just curious uses, what the, even the advantages are. Well, they're getting... They'll probably, probably want, get rid of you that. You probably want to wait to the next... Like, this is the Quest 2, but the next wired version... I don't know if, if there's going to be one. one. Yeah, I think they're going really? Quest they're, for they're the rest. Really? They're just going to go pure Quest? Wow. Yeah. Um, I wonder if sales kind of are dictating that, though. 
Yeah, well, I think people want like an in-box experience. They don't want to have to have another thing to own to be able to play VR. And I think that the Quest 2 is probably the best bet when it comes to actually getting people into VR. Because I feel comfortable, if anybody's like, I, I feel comfortable recommending this to you if you really wanted to get it. Because I know that you don't have to dick around with your computer if you don't want to. You just put it on and you yeah. start playing with it. Um, stop. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it, it worked out. I had that 10% off coupon that everybody seems to be getting, which does work with the Quest 2. I was very surprised by that. I really thought it wouldn't. Um, and then I had some, I had like a gift card. So it all kind of worked out. I'm waiting to see what that experience of putting, like streaming it from the computer will be. But uh, at the end of the day, I will take the screen itself looking better with a little bit of compression over having to look through the screen door. Um, the bla- So the screens are a little bit different. The original used an OLED screen like most cell phones use. This uses okay. an LED screen, which means the blacks aren't as black. It's actually like charcoal, dark gray. But I'll tell you, that doesn't bother me at all because – on my original Rift, the blacks were all grainy and had a lot of colorization grain in it anyway. So it wasn't even just like, here is dark black. It's like, here's dark black with some green speckles in it and stuff. It never sure. looked that great. So, I mean, it was it was a great first experience. Don't get me wrong, but it's time to move on. It was just, well, it was cool to be part, like you were part of that new Bleeding Edge. I mean, you were there at launch. You were part of that new... You're on the cusp of that new technology. Yeah, the first the, VR headset. It wasn't. It was, and it, it delivered on what it said it could do. So it was just like this is that new exciting um, thing, right? You know? It's 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 an expected improvement, and you know, I mean, I knew going in that eventually it would be it would get better as long as it took got a right. foothold. So, I mean, it only makes sense. The thing is, is it just took a while. It's been like four, it it four years, it. Or? four years. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So, I mean, that's it's not crazy. That's not a horrible, you know, like this is like, especially some with like, display based. I mean, look at the upgrades we're just seeing in televisions and monitors and with screen technology and lighting and yeah. resolutions and refresh, all this stuff, you know, it's leaps and bounds. I'd be curious just to try the different headsets to compare like a Vive or an index to see what, you know, the, those sensors are such the high end, the, yeah. the Lamborghini of the uh i think it's someone's gonna have to make a vive or i mean an index that is wireless to get this like if that's if that's where they eventually get to then they've got it made because after experiencing that's gonna be like we're talking like a backpack yeah well with battery and everything yeah yeah because i mean just because to try to fit so much inside just a small space of a headset seems yeah that's a good point i would i mean I would wear a backpack or some kind of vest if I had to, as long as it wasn't heavy, like super heavy. And actually, I bet it will end up being a vest because then you get the same dispersion of weight. Uh, mm. Because you know, you wouldn't if you really wanted a battery, it could get pretty heavy. But if you put two lighter batteries together, one in the front, and one in the back, that wouldn't be as bad. Yeah, because when you're thinking about like tablet tablet power, you know, it's like what we're you know, and you can squeeze. Clearly, there's a lot of processing power you can squeeze out of a tablet, but you're still, you know, you're still going to be limited for that, especially if you're trying to do high-end visuals. And I think with a, a headset, you know, virtual reality, the better your visuals, the better 
the experience. I mean, yeah, the more convincing. And I actually just read an article that uh, they they came out with an OLED screen that had practically no screen door effect, like literally no detectable screen door effect whatsoever. Um, which oh, wow. it it won't be available now in any consumer products, but in the next like five years, it'll probably be out there in the wild. So it's only going to get better. It's, I mean, it's going to be another four years and I'll probably buy another one. But the hope is that that $300 <laughs> gets me a little bit more each time. You know what I mean? A little yeah. bit more power, a little bit more. Um, that's my approach. Fidelity. That's my approach to video cards, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, we're used to it because of computers. So yeah, and and four years at three hundred dollars gets me a little more with more stream or just with, so won't be able to get anything in stock ever. That's that's where it's going to come down to is like streaming quality. Really, is like yeah. Once you can do that well, then you're pretty much set. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I hope one day I'll be able to bring it over and and show it to you and have you test it out because I know that you were pretty you liked the experience, but it would be nice to be able to show you things that were made for the device as opposed to try to shoehorn my computer stuff into. Right. And especially that early stages of the, of the, just the headset itself. You didn't have any, like you only had a couple things that were built for that yeah. headset. Everything else was like, these are things that people have kind of constructed. Cobbled and I together, think that was what yeah. gave me, like, I just remember Skyrim just made me, that was not good. Yeah, that was not I a, yeah, that not. definitely was a, uh, I was ready to hurl after Skyrim and VR. It was not good. Maybe it, was it wasn't the VR. It was because you were playing at, Skyrim. It wasn't, it wasn't the VR. It was just Skyrim. God, they put Skyrim on everything. <sighs> so there you well, go. Awesome. I'm glad you're I, – because I, I felt I, – like I remember talking about it thinking about it. like, man, I feel bad for Luke because he spent all this money on that headset, and it's like obsolete now. This, this new white well, piece of hardware is destroying it. That's the so, – um, Hey, it matches my headphones. Um, I'm glad you're able to get a good discount, and I was able to – you're also able to recoup a lot of your, your – Spending on this new one. At least on the new one, yeah. I was going to say, that's the only problem with it being cheap now is that it really pushed the price down of what I could sell that for. You know what I mean? Like, why would I sell it for 300 bucks? It's not better than what you can go out and buy in the store for $300. So that was really the only... But I can't think of it that way. That's why I don't sell things because then I think about things like that and I feel bad. So... Sure. Can't do the wheel and deal. Sure. Um, well, let's, let's hit up some of my finer points. So we did the show on Tuesday last week, Mm -hmm. um, Wednesday night, go to bed feeling great. three, three 30 in the morning rolls around. Guess what? I'm speaking strict uh, directly to Josh Brown right now. Uh, fire alarm. Yep. Had another middle of the night fire alarm escapade. Unbelievable. Uh, I think, think they finally got it shut off around, um, four 30. Um, How is that still happening? You can't. Kid, kid went right to kid went right to bed. Oh, that's good. Um, I don't. I, I didn't really sleep really well after the part. That point felt like crap. Um, and then I think it was Saturday, Saturday night. Yeah, um, we had another fire alarm. At Two seven, in a week. At seven o'clock, and it only lasted for fifteen minutes. PM or AM? PM. Mm. So I was okay, just about ready to get him then. go t- take him to bed, and then that went off again. So. Um, what the response I got from maintenance, because I complained in our Facebook group about it, and they actually replied to it. So the way the system works, okay, if an alarm is triggered, and it has to be like one of the hallway alarms that goes off. That's what sets off the whole alarm on the whole floor, not not the alarms in your individual apartment. Okay, um, that's good to know. 
So let's so let's say a, a hallway alarm is triggered on the seventh floor. It's going to alert the floor above and the floor below, the eighth and the sixth, because they're directly in right. physical relation to the floor that has the alert. And then the first three floors, which I'm on floor three, floors one, two, and three, because those are the main entry and exit, exit points, points of the building. Which doesn't make any sense to me, because if the floor is on eight, why the hell do I care? Yeah. Shouldn't I? You think the people on like floor like 10 that are trapped above the fire, they wouldn't be able to get down. Nightbot would be, did his job. job. Nightbot got, hey, he did his job. He nuked uh, a junk spammer. Um, You would think that they would want to know more. Like me, I have a door right on the backside of my apartment that I can go right out to outside. Or I have a door right over here. Well, it takes me right outside. And if you're or alerting, I can go out my windows and get outside. If, I have many exit points. If you're alerting three floors it, worth, then there's that's three floors worth of people who are trying to exit while all the people who are actually on the floor that the fire is happening are exiting. Well, here's the problem, though. It happens so frequently now that probably most people are like us. We just ignore, ignore it. it. We chill in our apartment and then, you know. Yeah, that's true, too. It's so – so we, we, went, we went like a good month. Without having one, and they were actually doing fire alarm um, testing last week, so they're having fire alarms throughout the week, throughout the day, and then that happened. It's just like, oh my god! How, why do they need to so, test it if they know it already works? It goes off every it, month. It, I exactly. <laughs> um, spoiler alert! I hopefully bought a house, so I don't have to deal with that anymore. So yeah, you did. We'll get we'll we'll know more on that. Stay tuned. We'll know more on that, and maybe by December, I won't be in the castle anymore and we won't worry about it so hey problem solved uh <laughs> so you got through that on wednesday and then thursday night we we're like we had a rough time it's like oh, my, my wife was like she wanted to just watch tv as like sweet i want to play games get the kid in bed talking to her for a couple minutes I'm like cool i'm gonna fire up the, the computer play some deus ex power outage Jeez. the entire grid in this area the guard was down Oddly enough, I was like, really? Fate? Really? This is what you're going to do to me? Oddly enough, though, um, with the backup generator system, this room, I don't remember if the light works or not, but these outlets work. So my computer won't lose power. If we have a power outage, my computer will... It's like you have a built-in UPS. Yeah, pretty much. So I did play Deus Ex because I couldn't play anything online. So I did during the outage, I played for a little bit. And, uh, you know, we had some... We talked about... Um, Fourth of July and stuff. We Fourth of July, Halloween and things. And we took my son to yeah. to the local zoo, which I've heard a lot of people have around the same time in other areas. Um, but with the zoo, it's a thing. You know, you take your kids there, and they get a lot of cool candy and get to walk around. The, the zoo's all decorated for Halloween, and he gets to wear his costume, and it's really fun because now he's a, he's finally at that. I, I definitely can tell that I'm more. Hey, what's up, Joel? I am definitely taking him trick or treating is way more fun for me than it was to hang at the house and hand out candy to teenagers. Yeah. I hated that. Yeah, I understand. I hated, like, I just, I, I don't know if it was my social, like, my, I'm just not, like, I don't know. I didn't like people It all feels weird, and, and you're just it, like, just, hey. It just always felt weird, and I always felt like we were doing it. Like, my my my, my wife always enjoyed it, but I was like, eh, you just hand out the candy, I'll just watch TV. You know, I'm that curmudgeon guy already, but, you know, my kid, he's now at the age where he can go up, you know, he gets it. He'll go up. He says trick or treat. You got to remind him to say thank you every time. But, um, and it was like, you know, um, they, you know, it was a ticketed event. So they were, you know, limiting how many people could be in at a certain time. They had the whole, you know, plexiglass shielding. Some had like a couple like cool, like 
tube dispenser devices to get the candy down to the kids. One had like a giant, like almost Plinko machine, you know, a bunch of wood and you drop the candy. It's like, Oh, that's cool. Goes down and I think at the bottom. So, um, just a lot of, a lot of fun. And he had a great time. And this is like the first year he's ever had candy. Like we never let him eat candy before in his life. So when he got his flu shot, he got a sucker, you know, which we talked about, which, um, and then he, uh, had a Twizzler for the first time. Ooh, did he like it? He loves um, kitty cats, as he calls them. Loves those. Um, yeah, he, he did like the Twizzler. Yes. He had the pull and peel, you know? Oh, pull and peel. So, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. Hey, it wasn't free. It wasn't, I didn't pay for it. It was free. You know, you're not going to, don't shoot it's the true. messenger, you know? Oh, no, so it was no, just no. fun to, to see that. I don't know what we're doing for Halloween, though. Originally, we talked about going back to um, Stanton and doing something there because, but now like, I feel like the, the spread numbers are even worse there because the people in that area are just like, it's not a real thing. I don't have to wear a mask. So now, and it's not good. So it's like, is that even the responsible thing to do? Should we just be hunkered down still? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. So I'm with you there. We don't know either. It's disappointing. We talked about doing a, uh, trunk or treat at the church, but even then it's like, like you said, the numbers going up, it's, is it worth it? This is buy giant I mean, bag I feel, safe, I feel safer taking him around places here because generally people are more respectful of social distancing. They'll wear a mask and they believe that science is a thing and that <laughs> this is a, an actual illness that you can catch and spread from other people. Right. You know. Right. So. Damn you, Hicksville. Spreading your Meanwhile, lies. You know, my my brother's my brother and his wife and then my dad and my stepmom, you know, they've all had it and whatever. That's just like a thing. It's like, ah, God. But now I feel like they're like going to be in that total side. Of th- Speaking of which, I really should call my dad. See how he's doing. <laughs> they're also on that side of things. It's like, well, it wasn't that bad. Well, it's not a big deal. Oh, great. <laughs> it must just be a superior human specimen to survive. Survive the fittest and such. <laughs> survive the uh, Rona. You know. <laughs> Your impression is like um, Alec Baldwin's impression. It's like you're doing an impression of Alec Baldwin doing an impression of hey, President Trump. You know, it was a little bit. Uh, Donnie says they're going to find a drive-through trick or treat. That's not some bad idea. Do it. I could see you doing a drive-through hot in house too. Those <laughs> that would be Watch hilarious on Sunday morning. How, that's uh, and really that, that's all I got, man. So. Um, yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Big big things happen. We'll big know things, more. Big home things. inspection. Home inspection. Um, Thursday. Oh, he's. Oh God. He's. Oh, he, no. He's actually. He's in a drive-through trick. He's on right location. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dan, Dan Anthony, you've been replaced as man on the street. Uh, Donnie Reese, live in chat now. He better he, be he's in the street. He better be uh, casting us to the the first available television or whatever. <laughs> That's there. Oh, this TV's Chromecast enabled. <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting here dropping f bombs. Oh, very cool, Joel. Okay, so a lot of different Marvel places are doing it. All right. Okay. Well, throw candy in the car. Um, you better throw full sized. I want to see full sized Snickers. I want to see full king size Reese's peanut butter cups. Wait, what? Did, wait, what did we get ridiculed for in uh, Discord for not knowing? We we mixed up. Nutrageous and paydays, and there was something else. Uh, oh, fast break and nutrageous, or something. Yeah, I don't mm. remember. Where do you, don't you like how the what's that? Um, chiclets aren't those things? Those stupid. They're like they're, they're like that. They're kind of just like little gum. Whop, like they're like the little baby whoppers that. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. With the little crappy candy shell, those things are terrible. <laughs> yeah, that that's also inside the pack of you know how you can buy that really cheap 
This is awful candy. Yes. It's yes. Dumb like, so if you go to Aldi tootsies. and you get like a candy pack. Although tonight, Aldi usually has like the good stuff. Baby they do have some of the good Dan stuff. Dan Anthony Ooh. with the subscription. I think that's the first time we heard a subs- subscriber song. Subscriber. Look at that. He's got a one-month streak. Jesus. Dan we, is awesome. We look like we Dan, know what we're doing. I want to say congratulations on the extra life. You guys are all kicking ass on Team PSVG. Happy to see you guys dominating your fundraising goals. And, Dan, I am uh, – when cross-play happens, I, w- I really want to play Apex with you, bro. I think that'll be uh, – I want to be an Apex Predator. I've got it installed. I do want to check it out. Um, I want to dominate the competition. I can't even – I want to dominate the competition. Well, yeah, we can cosplay too, Dan. Um, Ooh. Skirts only, though. Skirts only. Uh, you want to talk a little flux to play us? Deus, days, sex? Deus, sex. Deus, sex. Hold on. I guess it's an invisible war. <laughs> That's me war. doing. Never changes. That's That was too much inflection. You have to be, you have to sound like you're like 10 seconds war. from death. War. War never changes. War never changes. <laughs> Terrible. You sound like uh, Oh God! Oh, there's a movie I haven't thought about in forever. Dreamcatcher, dude, dude. Um, the thing is on HBO Max. So the thing. I'm probably gonna watch it. I need to own that. No, it's DVD. disappointing that there's no way to. No wonder HBO Max sucks. There's no way to even get it on my devices. Same here. Roku Same here. Them, Roku, and they. I have to. I have to Chromecast it from my phone to my AT and T TV box. Dan wants you to pick each other's outfits. Will you do that? Uh, well, you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose, but you can pick your Apex Predator outfits. Ooh, $200. I'm telling you guys, we will do a calendar, a cosplay calendar, a hot, sexy cosplay calendar. <laughs> we got a ways to go. <laughs> ways 200 to go. Uh, yeah, uh, Invisible War. Yeah, give us, I feel like you're more... You're the more you're the proper person to lead this here. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't not do it. You're more. You're more like in the know of Deus Ex than myself. Well, I mean, to a certain degree, I, I played the original. Okay, so here's my background. I played already. See exactly. You're more in the know. I played the original. It's been a while. I never beat it. I'm more. Versed with the newer human revolution, mankind divided, those which I've only played the first one of the kind of reboot sort of uh, series. I haven't played the second one, but it is on my to do list. Uh, but yeah, not only that, but I was curious. I, I looked some stuff up to see what uh, I mean, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you guys aren't familiar with Deus Ex Invisible War, it, it, it followed up the critically acclaimed Deus Ex. And there were such high expectations for this game. And of course, hindsight now, we know that it was apparently a giant letdown. But that's the (laughs) question that we're here to answer is, was it? Or was it a product of its time that couldn't possibly follow up something so critically acclaimed? You know what I mean? Like, is it really as bad as as its reputation has given it? So I've done a little bit of... Uh, of research to see kind of what the development was like for Deus Ex Invisible War. 
And I found some interesting things. Uh, and that maybe explains why the game is the way that it is. But we'll talk about our feelings about it uh, in a few minutes as we talk a, a little bit about the development of Deus Ex. Invisible. Invisible. Yes, for sure. Um, sure. So we have the development of Invisible War, which it, it started pretty much following the success of Deus Ex. So probably within months after the release, they realized they had uh, uh, the Golden Goose on their hey, hands. Hey, this game made money, so we should make another one. Yeah, I mean, it's ma- Deus Ex makes the top ten of just about any PC game list that you will find out there, unless they're trying to be counterculture. Deus Ex is widely regarded as is top tier gaming. Did uh well sorry I'm jumping ahead here but I and um, I'll um, wait until uh, you actually uh, get to the next the next bullet You point just died inside a little bit. Uh okay, well. So this released simultaneously for Windows and the Xbox, the OG Xbox on December 2nd, 2003. So we're talking holiday release. So that's how you know it's a big game. Developed yeah. by Ion Storm, who is famous for Daikatana John Romero. <laughs> yep. Uh, Deus Ex, obviously. And then Thief Deadly Shadows, which was the third entry in the uh, Thief series as well. And then published by Eidos Interactive. Eidos yeah. Interactive. Um, so I wonder if this, like, you know, right before, um, you know, Ion Storm was founded in Dallas and they had a branch in Austin, but then Eidos acquired them and they, they shut down. The Dallas studio was closed in July 2001, so they only had the Austin office. That oh, was, at that point, you know, that did this, and then that closed in 20, 2005. So I wonder if like the non-success of this game that could be you know, well. And I think they um, were making well, De- a so, Thief: Deadly Shadows simultaneously, but they had a different uh, team working on that, so they may have been split yeah. at this time too. Uh, what were you going to ask mm-hmm. or say? Um. I was gonna. Well, I was gonna make a point that uh, Warren Spector, who he did Deus Ex, and he was the director of Ion Storm as well. I think he's one of the co co founders with Romero. But yeah, uh, no, no, he wasn't actually. Founders were uh, John Romero, Tom Hall, Todd Porter, and Jerry O'Flaherty. Flaherty? Oh, Flaherty! Oh, totally, totally, totally! <laughs> wow, that's incredibly insensitive. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so, who was he then? Where was he? Just did he just worked for Ion Storm? Yeah. Guess so. Well, most of the development team returned for the second one because they were eager to basically tell both a new story and refine the original gameplay. And we will get back to that second point in a second because, my God. Um, so they ended up using this heavily modified version of the Unreal 2 engine, which obviously is developed by Epic Games. Um, so they knew the Unreal Engine. They they have they had used that before. It was familiarity for them. But when they created the game, they also needed to rebuild some of the systems from scratch, uh, from the engine that renders the game all the way to the sound system. They ended up uh, also using part of the Havoc engine, which uh, does physics and stuff like that, um, which has been used in many, many games. Uh, you'll see the Havoc logo for things like Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That's like the weird, like, buzzsaw. Buzzsaw, yellow one. Yeah, yep, yep. Yep. Um, so the aim of this game, when they were building this game, they wanted to create a more accessible version of the original Deus Ex while preserving the essentials that make Deus Ex what it is. Uh, Warren Spector 
is quoted as saying, the interface in the first game was more complex than it needed to be, and I think we scared a lot of players off, who might actually have enjoyed the game if we have allowed them to play it. So we spent a lot of time thinking, how can we make the game easier to learn, easier to play, without losing any of the functionality of the first game? That, can, I, can I say that interface is still not not easy? <laughs> That's one of the... Uh, I mean, obviously I ran into some... Uh, present day thoughts about the game while researching and that is one of the big things is like they dumbed it down so far like you don't know how much ammo you have half the time you don't know how one of the things that I found was I couldn't tell how sneaky I was being there was like no indicator indicator to tell me if I'm being seen what's that noise yeah exactly no exclamation points Um, now here's the thing so they decided to develop for both the PC and the Xbox. They chose the Xbox. It had the largest memory capacity. They saw that and said, this is the closest thing that we can get to the PC for console. Sure. Uh, on the X- uh, because of that, the game's environments needed to be redesigned with the console's hardware limitations in mind. The biggest problem was the smaller processing power and RAM which compared to pre- that, that day's PCs. Due to the limited hardware of the Xbox, the environment sizes need to be scaled down compared to the first game. But the team tried to make the small areas denser with more interactive elements. Because if you remember the original, there are some wide, much wider open outdoor I, areas. I don't. I don't remember anything. Well, I've never played it at Oh, you hadn't. So. Okay, so you should look up a playthrough. Uh, one of the first... I think one of the first locations is Liberty Island or something like that. and It, it is a much larger like this feels almost like a corridor shooter because you're inside buildings right at least right now um and so yeah you're you're thrown into a much larger area that has buildings you can go into as in and it's an outdoor environment uh, as opposed to being stuck inside one building oh wow yeah like that very first level you're like yeah yeah you're on a docks and then you go into the this like outdoor courtyard, and then there's some buildings. I like how you look like you're in the Matrix, though, <laughs> with the with trench coat, body coats. armor, and trench coat. Yeah, coats. yep. Uh, so the game, obviously, because of this, the game's characters are slightly less detailed and have somewhat lower polygon counts than what you would see in something like Unreal Two, which used the same engine, obviously. So they, yeah, it has a powerful engine, but they kind of had to dumb it down for the Xbox version of the game. Uh, which I think you can kind of see that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you want to tackle the story so far? I don't know how far you've gotten. I streamed for about uh, 45, 50 minutes. I got, so just to jump ahead a little bit, I got through the end of this whole first section where you leave this first area and you leave, um, Tartarus, Tartus. Tar- yeah. Tarsus. Like I leave Tar- Tarsus and you're off to the next area. Like I played, got through that whole thing and then I was like, eh, I'll come back. That, to okay. So we stopped at the same spot. So that, that, okay. that works. I just didn't get a chance to come back to it. And like, just getting through like the intro movie. I was just like, Ugh. there's the intro movie. Uh, there's tutorial. Going. You keep finding data pad things that tell you how things and work. And the data pads are like clunky to read. I feel like, okay, we're going to wait to it. So let's do the story. So, um, Invisible War takes place 20 years after the events in the original Deus Ex. The game follows a scenario whereby the first game's events led to a period of war and economic depression, which the uh, and this uh, reality is called the collapse. Uh, this resulted in several factions detaining power across the world. So 
you're in this uh, like a training facility for other um, agents in your this program. Yeah, that you're it's in. the same in. one so that the first character went through, J.C. Denton. Okay, in uh, Deus Ex. Deus Ex. So you're all like these these humans that can use augments to alter their abilities to become harder, better, faster, stronger, Daft Punk style, essentially. <laughs> Special agents of some sort. And unfortunately, there was a terrorist attack in Chicago. So, you know, you, you everyone fled Chicago. Where are you at? In Seattle? Is yeah, that? yep, Seattle. You're right, yep. So everyone fled to Seattle. So you're inside this Tarsus facility, and you're a trainee named Alex. And you can you can have the choice of you can be male or female. Either way, it doesn't affect the story. It's the character. I, oddly enough, I decided to flip the coin a bit from usual. I'm playing as a female character, yep. which – um, I actually was going to do the same thing, but then I found out you did, so I started a new game and went male just to see if it does change it. Just it because. Um, so your trainee named Alex, the uh, Tarsus facility becomes under attack by terrorists, and then you find out it's actually a cult. Yeah, um, Sears. During the, yeah, and during the attack, you learn that you've actually been um, secretly observed by Tarsus the entire time. There's a moment, the big shocking reveal is your your friend also in the program tells you like shuts off this the ceiling. All of a sudden, the ceiling is just a a one way screen, almost yeah, it's screen. a projection of, and it, it disappears, and you can see that it's a, a observatory above you. Think like a lecture hall, you know, stadium ceiling above, being able to watch your every movement in your apartments below, and uh, the cult offers you an escape from the control of Tarsus. So it's like. Is the cult the good guys? Is Tarsus the bad guys? Yeah. We don't know. There's, There's a plot to unravel and untangle and unweave here. I think those factions, those multiple factions are going to come into play soon. Uh, I do yeah, know. Like the scientists and the people there make it really sound like that you're being under control. And it's like, what are, is it your best interest that, that you've been under their lock and key so tightly? Yeah. So to speak. Right. It's for your protection. Um, you know, that whole thing, that whole spiel. So, notes to get out of the way, we, we are playing, I'm playing, we both got this game through good old games, correct? GOG.com, is that how I you I have it on Steam, actually. Or was it on Steam? Um, no, it was Steam, because it was on sale. We both got it on Steam, because yes. it was on sale. But um, Lucas found a patch, unofficial patch, that gives us widescreen resolution, some bug fixes, and an upgraded texture pack. So, because otherwise the game would be pretty gross to play on these widescreen displays yeah i think a way it, to... it's four by three ratios so square basically and uh it maxed out at like 16 or no 1200 by was it it was it was not good whatever it was it was no, very blocky so um i thought i had the pack installed in the first time i tried playing um i clearly didn't because it, the game was stretched my textures looked horrible Everything's were compressed vertically, Ugh. and it just wasn't running well. And the game kept crashing on me. Like I was running in full screen. I didn't think I was going to be able to play this because every time I'd get to a loading screen, it would just stay black, and I'd never actually get the loading screen. And I get the spinning wheel of death, and I couldn't crash the program. I couldn't alt. I couldn't terminate the process because my screen was at like four hundred by eight hundred, mm-hmm. so super zoomed in. Yeah. But if I alt tabbed, and I couldn't, and then my the game wouldn't let me alt tab, and then my um, process, my uh, task manager window was locked behind the game screen, so I couldn't drag it over to my free monitor to try to. So the only way I could get out of the game, I had to, you know, hard reset my computer. That's the only way I could, or actually, I could. I actually didn't have to hard reset. I could actually hit the start menu and restart it. That was the only way I could fix it. It happened twice, 
And then all of a sudden, I imagine I just did some tweaks and I found out that I was launching the game still for the original launcher and not using the launcher the patch creates. Oh, okay. Because so, the, so the patch actually creates an optimized launcher, like a different shortcut to launch into the patch. However, I said, okay, I'm going to play it in windowed mode just in case. And here's what I've discovered on my installation of the game. When I get to a loading screen, it actually stays blank and that times out and gets a spinning wheel of death. And then a new instance of the game populates in the background. If I click off my primary window, the new window takes focus and the game starts loading. And that other window just stays dormant. That's so weird. I don't know if that's something that the patch is doing. So that's the only way I can get through loading screens is to do that, which is and um, I just don't know. Like, I it's it's hard for me to wrap my brain around it because right now I'm I'm playing the game like a first person shooter. Yeah, I don't really. I haven't been caring to try to like, you got to take that more tactical RPG approach with things like, yeah, I snuck past a couple enemies. One time I tried to sneak past them, but they were just looking at me the whole time. They never moved. So there's no way to sneak past. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to kill you. But I feel like my combat techniques, I'm going to get shot no matter what. Anyway, I feel like it's almost like it's just the algorithm. The game is like, he's going to fire a couple times and miss. And he's always going to hit. It's almost like dice rolls instead of physics based. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and I, I kind of hemmed and hawed over what bio mods I, I made, but cause it's like, Oh, you can have super strength so I can throw things and have a better melee attack. I was like, when's that ever going to come up after, yeah. after result in melee in this game. And then it's just like, ah, so initial impressions for me right now aren't stalwart. <laughs> it's going to be, grim. it's going to be pretty grim. I'm hoping like maybe I can just lose myself into the story a bit and like, because like usually like I enjoy like I enjoy playing some retro games and this one is, this is like from that era where it's like mm, do I enjoy it? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, and it um, doesn't help that you're having all these issues, but that yeah the tech the technical issues aren't helping whatsoever. That aside, it definitely is. Like I said, I had a, an issue trying to figure out if I'm sneaking successfully or not. There's no right. indicator for that. It's hard to tell what do your life is. Do I have to reload my is. gun? Do I run out of ammo? I can pick up multiple guns, but they don't add to my ammo. I just have like five pistols now. What's going on here? Yeah, exactly. Do I have to eat candy bars to gain health back? <laughs> but I can regenerate now. What's going? You know, so, these are my questions. So, what is your what mods did you choose? Do you remember? I chose the one for faster speed. Okay. Versus quieter, and the, I did three. And yeah, then I too. did the one for regeneration, health regeneration, minor health regeneration, okay. and then I can't remember the third one exactly off the top of my head what I picked. Okay, well here maybe maybe it's one I did. So I did the now when I was playing, I did I did stream this. So if anybody's curious, you can go to twitch.tv or slash fluxdeposed and watch that. Uh, but I decided I made, I was saying I usually pick some sort of stealthy uh, character to use those or, you know, have those mods. Um, and then I regret it because then the stealth sucks and I can never do it right. And I constantly get found out even though I have these upgrades. And then I ended up taking cloak anyway. So I got the cloak that hides me from human players. I got, Oh, that might be what I got actually. Okay. I got the I think I might got the neural link that allows me to hack into things. 
See, I thought about that, and then I remember how little I ever got to use that in Shadowrun, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I, I, well, that's why I got it's, the. Cl- it's like it's like it's like going into decking. Why? That's why I got the cloak was because I'm like, all right, if I need to get into a computer room or something like that, then I need to be able to cloak myself to get there because I'm not going to fight my way there probably. Uh, and then the last one I got, I think, was silent footsteps instead of faster running. Okay. Um, so okay. we kind of sort of branched though, away from Even though you other. run, even though every time I run, I'm like, am I running? And then I hit shift. I'm like, oh, now I'm walking. So I must have been <laughs> running before. You're like, why I'm is like, this so slow? And so, you know, maybe it was just bad because I had the power outage that night. Then I had the tech issues. You know, so there's there's some things holding back my enjoyment right now. So it'd be nice if I could just play in full screen and I have to worry about, hey, is my game going to load up or is yeah, it going to crash? So true. I guess, that, and then it's like, okay, I have to make sure I save before I hit any checkbox to load the game because then I don't know if I'm going to recover from the save point. So there's just some um, old game is old, you know, technical problems. Learning the language of what the hell this thing is trying. I couldn't even tell what, when my powers, my mod powers were on. Uh, Like, is this on or is this off? I can't tell. Uh, Obviously night vision, uh, you know, Oh yeah, I have night vision. So maybe I lied. That's your, that's no, that's your, you get that by default. Oh, okay. Good, good. Uh, so like you can tell when that's on, but then I had to use that to figure out what the rest of it means. So, um, cause like you don't see yourself close. I think I had read that it's like 16 hours, I think is how long you can beat it. 15 hours. So I'm hoping that it, yeah, it's fairly short in the length of, it's like a medium length game. I mean, I, I think my key to success is I'm going to probably have to um, uh, use uh, Parsec, really, and play them on lunch oh, breaks or something. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just been – I haven't had a lot of gaming time lately, and I just I, – I don't see me successfully kind of – in this game should – like, F- FPS is a little tricky – because it, like that delay can make it harder to play versus like a yeah. game, like full throttle. At least know? this isn't but like a twitch shooter. We'll it really doesn't like. No. It's very stand and shoot at the person till they die. <laughs> it's yeah. it's not uh, cover based or anything like that. No, not like if you're strafing behind objects. It's make a difference. I feel like you just get hit no matter what because the game wants you to get hit there. I will say, in comparison to the original Deus Ex, the way that you like open doors by finding the keypad, keypad and pressing on it, and um, things in the environment sort of getting that box around them that lets you know that you can use them. Like All of that yeah. was from the original. And you can pick up a lot of stuff, too, and like throw it around <laughs> and mess with I it. I accidentally picked up like this giant... It almost looks like an ATM machine or something. I was... I, I picked it up on accident and then somebody was like, Hey, that's enough for that. And then I didn't real I thought it went into my inventory. I didn't realize what I picked up. And then when I went to do something else, I threw it on accident, not realizing I just carried it for like and you killed the person 25 feet. No, that would have been hilarious. This isn't Skyrim. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm like, oh. like not knowing that you're holding something is kind of a problem too. Yeah. I've noticed that too, where I think I've, like gonna pull out my gun but instead i just pick something up instead. yeah <laughs> like it's weird how you can right click like you have to have it highlighted in that little radial menu and then you can right click to equip it or unequip it and like it's the, the 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 menus and the equipping and weapon cycling is very cumbersome at best and inventory management seems like it's going to be a little um tricky which is so, funny we'll see how this progresses it's funny after reading all of that about how they wanted to make this like more streamlined which i feel like the the newer games definitely feel much more streamlined compared to the first two but if they thought this was streamlined then going back to deus ex the original must be 
really hard to do. What was what's the third one in the series? Uh, well, they made that weird uh, fall something fall. I can't remember what it is. There's like this weird uh, side game they made, and then the third one I think is Human Revolution. Gosh, it must have been Deus. It had to have been. I don't know. Deus Ex the original looked very unfamiliar, but maybe it was this one. I because I I I played a little bit for like a like I said I, I got it through one of the land parties and I tried to play one for a little bit. Mm. And I can't remember which one it is, but well, the first two mm. they look fairly similar, but the first one definitely has much less graphical. Like the textures are really old looking. Um, yeah. Oh, and speaking of which, it looks exactly like I remember. Lots of bloom and shadows, like the, mm. the those awful pre. Like early two thousand shadows, <laughs> no softening whatsoever. Perfect. Just hard, hard shadows. The hardest of shadows, if you will. Oh well, you know. I um, I enjoyed my time slightly. I was having fun with it. Streaming probably helps, I think, because yeah. I make light of a lot of it. I mean, the voice acting is so flat that the voice acting is yeah. Um, so that helps, but other than that, it is it is very hard to tell what's going on with the whole screen. <laughs> so, yeah, that said it, it will be tough. I think it'll be tough for both of us to make it through. So that's yeah. my thoughts anyway. Well, we'll see. We'll get there. And speaking of get there, we just got there. The the show. Oh, we did it. Quick question. Sorry. I just remembered to ask yeah. you, are we doing this every week until we're done or are we going every other week? I think we might want to go every other week on this one. I think we might have to go every other week on this one too. Okay, cool. I just because I think it's just not going to be is like full throttle. Like when I saw when we played it literally for an almost half minutes of it, and made fifteen percent progress. Yeah. I was like, okay, we can get to this. This one's going to be a little longer, a little harder. Yeah, so. I want to make a lot of progression before we start talking about it again. So I agree. Yeah, cool. That's a good idea. Cool, cool, cool. So we'll do, we'll do bi-weekly on this, and that's going to do it for this episode. Yeah. Of course, I want to say thank you to all our patrons, but a special thanks to our Arbiters Austinists, Dan Anthony, Josh Brown, Kyle Hyman, Tyler Rowland, Tom Servo, Matt Knight, Zach Bradshaw, Takeda, Grouchy Surge, Tyler, I'm glad you survived the road rash outside of Founders. Uh, oh, yeah. The biker gang looked fierce. Everywhere. Doing their wheelies. Our executive excellence, Edward Callow and Josh Burboni. And please bow before that crusader of the legend, Devin Tyus. Help those guys out at Extra Life. You can support uh, Dev, Josh, uh, Garrett, Dan. Is that everyone that's on the team? I think so. Oh, and Nathan. They're all doing Extra Life with PSVG. They're doing great things. I think they raised um, probably well on their way to $5,000 by now. Awesome work, guys. Uh, and, and instead of supporting the kids, you can support two shameless old curmudgeon people like us at uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash flux to pose. Love it. So spend your dollars wildly. That's all I'm going to say. And uh, playing us out, as always, each and every week, we have an OC remix tonight coming tonight. from Battletoads. It's called Battletoads and oh. Battle Maniacs. Oh, excuse me. It's not from Battletoads. It's Battletoads and Battle Maniacs, which is a different game. Um, it's Toadwise by our good friend what? Maze Dude. Um, I'm, what the I'm hell? I'm curious what the difference is because it's the title screen. Uh, it was made by Trade West 1993, Super NES, music by David Wise, which is the same thing of Battletoads. So I guess is that, a, is that like a tagline subtitle to Battletoads? We just don't know. It's called Battletoads I'm, in I'm Made Battle Maniacs. That's what the. Developed by Rare oh, I want, and published. Uh, is that it's for a is that like SNES. maybe or is that like the UK? Like you know, some games get different. You know, 
It was released Different around titles. the same time as Battletoads and Double Dragon, another installment in the series. Uh, oh, interesting. I am not familiar with this one either. Oh, excuse me. It, it was released for the Super Nintendo, so that's why. So it's like the sequel. Gotcha. So you had Battletoads was released, and I, I, I totally missed the SNES I think part, I've, so used, I've or yes. used, I think I've played this before in emulator form. I'm sure you have. I think I might have too because this is. I remember the like the wink, the wonky animations when they when things happened. Um, yeah. I think this might be more like of a, like a port of the arcade. I'm just speculating here, but because there's just the arcade version of Battletoads, I wonder if it's slightly kind of like that. Um, Battletoads and Double Dragon, those one that that's a fantastic game. Yeah, that's the one and, I think of, and that's what I thought this was uh, until you read the name. When you said Battletoads, I was like, oh, Battletoads and Double Dragon. I forget that there was a Nintendo game and stuff. Because that was before my time a little bit, and I didn't have a Nintendo. But this is this could be just as good. I mean, nothing will – nothing is going to go uh, be better than the pause screen. That one. <laughs> right? It's rather interesting that this was released um, on the Super Nintendo – and then it was released, it was ported to the Sega Master System, but released exclusively in Brazil. And it was released around the same time as Battletoads and Double Dragon, which is a totally different installment oh. in the series. That's very, very weird. Um, but there you go. That's your history lesson on, on this game, because we didn't know enough about it to educate ourselves. Uh, <laughs> our remix is considered it's like everything. Uh, EDM, Energetic and Funky. Oh, snap. So there you go. We're going to... Sorry, Skinny Matt. That's more my same. Sorry, bro. Uh, we're going to wait to play this remix now. As always, you can find this and more ocremix.org. Thank you, everyone, for listening at home, watching the live stream. Tell all your friends. Let's make Flux Post trend for some positive reasons instead of the bad gifts I post on a regular basis. That is it for tonight. This week, we will see you next time. Goodbye.
three. You tell me when to crap. Three, two, one. Tell you when to crap. Yeah. Gross.